All right, guys. Episode 797,362. Welcome to the ZZP live stream podcast. We got Eric behind the camera. Classic wave. Uh, I think you guys should know everyone here this week. If you don't, I don't know how, but on the right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Oh, what do you do oh, here? What do you drive? I'm, I'm Tim from ZZP. <laughs> Are you from ZZP? Yeah. <laughs> from ZZP. <laughs> Just got here. Just got here. New guy. Sure. Well, obviously, you all know me. I'm Trevor. To my left, Ryan switched up his seat today, so yeah, throwing hi. us off. Hi. Just hi? Hi. Okay. All right. Who yelled at you? <laughs> You're doing this power thing. No, no, no. Fine, fine. All right. Y'all um, know who it is. On the furthest left. Ryan D. at ZZP. Ellen, his least favorite seat. Yeah. No, it's that no, one. That's, no, that's, 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 that's a good one. That's why I took this one. First. Yeah, I'm out. In case you didn't know. Oh, Flit's here too. Cool. Oh, hey, everybody. Um, let's see. <laughs> that um, angle doing L right. So, if y'all want to, yeah, a few right. people wonder where Tyler is. Tyler is just now coming back from Mexico. Yep. Give this man. He a was time. supposed to be here today. No, he was not. He Last never, week he told me he, he was going to be back Friday. He never said that. Not a single time. He said it to me. No, somebody didn't. said that because I also heard that. No, I was like he's he'll be back today, but he won't be back into the office until Monday. Then he shouldn't have said that. You should listen. He shouldn't have got my hopes up. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let this man Tyler have a rest, y'all. He's trying to chill with his girl and soaking up the sun, get all sunburned. I'm gonna slap his back when he comes back. Oh. Oh, pow. Monday morning, Ooh. feel free to bother him. Again. Jeff McGovern, this he asked why I've been so quiet on Facebook lately, which is actually a question I've gotten a lot. And the answer is, I just had enough of y'all shit for a while. <laughs> and I needed to back off for a bit. Well, uh, and I would imagine it's our orders being well, yeah, and all the stuff the we got to do here. Like it is, it is insane here. We're we're running like uh, what uh, three, four times normal mm-hmm. sales no, right now. Yes, yesterday by itself was three is times. Is this an AA meeting? Yeah, like um, no alcoholics have problems. We're having fun. Oh my god. OG so. Matt still is ZZP. Of oh, course, yeah. Matt still is ZZP. Matt Mikoff is a tuner of the Snowball and my LTG. Ryan, and someone already asked about your sectional. Really? Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, it's still. Oh, he was Anthony Shaw. <laughs> yeah, Anthony. Uh, Toss my furniture, dog. Don't do it. Like <laughs> I'm still waiting, and I'll just never hear anything Ky- ever again. Kyla makes a good point. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, Tyler was in real Mexico, <laughs> not street racing Mexico. Actual I mean, Mexico. it could be same same. He could be street racing this entire time. He's got his international license, so I, I wouldn't I mean, be surprised. Gapping people, mm. gapping people on there. So, anyways, uh, but yeah, yesterday I think uh, like eight thirty to about two thirty was nothing but remote tuning for me, which I know happens to you fairly often, but I normally don't have that big of a chunk to catch up on, and it just yeah. turns your brain to mush after a while. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to remote tune seven days a week to, like, even... To keep up, yeah. To be able to breathe, so, so I get it. Guys, I love being here, love what we do, but it is very mentally exhausting. Sometimes. So you, I want you guys to hear that. So when you call one day after or making your orders and say, where's my tune and where's this, and the tuner hasn't gotten back to me... Guys, we desperately, we haven't started our new Can You Please Don't series yet. But guys, <laughs> please be patient with us and the tuners. We got like more than three times the normal orders in the last two days. Yeah. Like yesterday was almost, not quite ten times. What is that, you know, four or five times the order? It like, was more than five times Yeah, normal. Yeah. So We had two record days in a row, right? 
Yes, two mm-hmm. record days in a row. So, like, if someone says they, they, they rich on the STEMI pack, I mean, the STEMI hitting yeah. everybody yeah. hard. So, and, and, guys, don't think we don't appreciate you. We oh, love man. you. We love you coming in and stuff. And we'll do – we'll always get to your orders. You'll get your orders out. But, please, don't mess us back. My orders ship out yet. You guys usually ship now. Yeah, we also don't usually have freaking crazy three times as much yeah. sales days. Yeah. In the time, it's still kind of this COVID time. It killed kind of STEMI, yeah. like, all this time. Everything is a little bit slower. So, just be patient. We'll take care of you. We all, what's ECP? We always take care of you. Oh, snap. Clan, Clan Plotner. What up, dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, got, we got his uh, intercooler pump in today. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that we'll get that installed, and uh, he'll be Ooh, up and running. Uh, I think nice. he's one of the first ATSV customers with our cat back on. Oops, oh, did I say that out loud? You said oh, ATSV cat back on? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, dang. Uh, I, I can send that video out. Like, I sent the... the the, the teaser one, and that's in the mode you shifting like it like like a like real man. Yeah, that one. Well, you know, I had I was in Zane's car the first video, and I'm like, ah, it's not my car. I'm gonna shift it a little nicer. Shane, and you then, can uh, shut up. Just wait. And then, uh, yeah, then mine, <laughs> I can I can beat on mine a little harder. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't gotta worry about it. And Cam's Cam's car, you know, that's an auto, so you just kind of floor it. And <laughs> yeah, let it do its thing. Yeah, it sounds good though. <clears throat> so I think uh, speaking of new stuff going on at ZZP, we have. <clears throat> ATS exhaust is coming along great. We're finalizing that up this week, I want to say. Yeah, our um, our fab guys are so busy trying to keep up with orders that we actually put our um, our R and D fab guy on production. So mm-hmm. the guy Not that only- designed. The ATSV cat back, uh, Alex, is actually producing the first 10. And, like and 12 hours a day. I'm, too. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because he's not only doing production. He's doing it after hours. Alex yeah. and I were here until 10.30 last night. Holy yeah. crap. Alex punches in at like 6 a.m. 6 a.m. He punched in mm-hmm. earlier than I do. He was here for well over 12 hours. Yeah. And then he, he found time to do his normal stuff and on top of that. So yeah. whoever's, if you got something, we're working hard. Whew. Yeah, everyone here is running at 100%. Did you see and Chris then White? We get extra Look what Chris White just said. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> hey, Chris, that is true. And uh, that's why there are no pictures of our exhaust until mm-hmm. we at least uh, sell 10. He'll yeah, copy we're not it and come up with some one. stupid name for it. Yeah. And we and we patented it, you know, so that should help. Yeah. So it's got um, a patent pending going on right mm-hmm. now. And then uh, in other exhaust news, uh, I think we actually have a clip. Of the Ooh, uh, Grand yeah. Prix new exhaust. Oh, out, snap. So. Are we dropping the name of that yet? Uh, Eric, Eric tweaked it, and I thought it was pretty oh, cool. Oh, my God. The, it's so cheesy. The Equalizer. Equalizer. <laughs> yeah. Yep. E- like Equalizer, oh, but with an X. Equalizer. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a typo that's staying. Oh, you three hundred. But, yeah, um, Shane Hetfield asked about the turbos. Yeah, we, we do have the larger turbos for my car here. We haven't started on production yet, primarily because of the stimulus. So mm-hmm. I think that might push that back a week or so, but uh, we'll we'll get it done it's eventually. Coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. But um, but we will have ten catbacks ready to send out in in within two weeks, and um, and then the valve version will be next. So another couple weeks after that, we'll have the HSV valved version available. Yeah, I'll so probably look at those comments. I'll probably activate the VQ uh, swap. Yeah, right. <laughs> pretty much. It kind pretty of much. It does. Like it. it does it's, sound like it's one. It's the one. T- okay, and I feel like I can say it because we have this exhaust now. Before three hundred sounds completely trash. Anyone yeah. who thinks their three hundred sounded good before, wrong. they're wrong. I'm sorry, you guys are wrong. They, they sound bad. They do not sound good. But now we made it so they sound real good. Real. Good. Yeah, it sounds real good. Yeah. 
I, I think it's it's gonna be cool because people are gonna buy a 3800 car again. I bet you this yeah. this component, this exhaust component, is going to get people to buy these cars once again. Yeah, yeah it's we joke here around about how bad they sound and how nobody wants them, jokingly. But when we first started testing the the first version of this exhaust, we all one of the thoughts that went through my head was like, this the 3800 all of a sudden is a swap option now. Yeah, yeah, because you can make them like, sound good. They can sound. Decent. Even Al's been thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's strong words. But all right, so I have a question. So this podcast, what's this podcast yeah. title? Uh, I think that's all updates going on here. We're crazy busy. We got new exhaust coming out, mm-hmm. and I think that's unless anyone else has anything to add. Nope. Recent stuff this week. Yeah. So today we're talking about um, our favorite memories here. Is that too quiet? We're talking about our favorite memories as we uh, were doing last week or two weeks ago. I can't remember. Um, but basically, I got a bunch of people here that are kind of the uh, some of the more uh, active racers at ZZP. So if you guys can talk about your favorite events and racing and Ooh. kind of more of that side of stuff instead of inside <laughs> the building. Can I, can, I talk, can I do give one story for inside the building? It's actually my first customer experience here at ZZ. This is your favorite memory? Yeah. No, yeah. It, Kick it, it off. It is one of the favorite memories. When you ran over that deer and your cobalt? Shut up. You just ruined it. Damn, <laughs> damn. I have to build up to this. Okay. So, I just... So, when the snowball first started off, I had four Han parts. Han, Han intake, Han unincluded pipes, then in my hood. You know, Han catback, Han, you know, downpipe, everything. So, I was like, you know, they just released the S252 kit. I'm like, I want that because I want to go far with this car. And so I was just, I pretty much saved I remember up. remember when a 252 yeah. was a big turbo. I was just oh going to say, God. so you were the guy that said you had everything and it was just bolt-ons. Is that what you're getting at? No, not quite. <laughs> I never saw everything. But I um, right. I came up here to Deep Forest, left early one morning. And so I'm following behind this car. You know, it's been two and a half hours. I'm just kind of just deadpan, just driving. And I'm following like an Escalade, and it runs over something. I'm, so I'm just like, huh, it ran over something. Oh, fuck, that's a deer. Um... <laughs> The deer, I ran over the deer. I was on H&R Lowering Springs on a cobalt. I didn't break my front lip. Like, all you cobalt guys, stop breaking your front lips and leaving them out. The car's like shit without them. Um, yeah. They look well, real said. bad. Like, don't. If you have a no lip on your cobalt SS, you're Put wrong. one on it. Yeah, put one on it. It's, do it. Do yourself a favor. Um, but I ran over it, and I smeared deer guts all under the underneath of the car. So I was here at the shop, and they were putting on the dyno for the initial dyno run because I was, like, the, one of the first customers with this kit. And... Matt came in back to the room. It was at the open. He's like, "Did you, did you run over a deer or something?" Like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I ran over a deer." And it was like deer guts from the front bumper and lip all the way down the center of the car. Like you could smell venison in the entire shop. I was so embarrassed. Like I didn't say anything, but I never, I didn't break anything. And they, Matt, I remember Matt being on the car cleaning off deer guts. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I remember so, that day too. Yeah, that would be so terrible. Yeah, it was smelled good. Weirdly, yeah, it, was, yeah. it, it smelled what? like deer. Did you peel any of the jerky off the exhaust? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. would have cooked it a no, little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but there, was, there was like some poop as well. Oh, yeah. so, I mean, it wasn't like a everything. Good, yeah, it was but. everything. Like, like I'm pretty sure so the deer. It was like a dead carcass in the middle of the road. Just like it, it'd been there for a day or two. Oh, like guarantee it'd been there for a day or two. So, yeah, but sorry. So, but Tim, you you have to have some crazy yeah. stories. You got first I mean, one that comes to mind. 
Um, there's just, a lot of good old 3800 stories that make me wish I was here sooner. Yeah, there's a lot of stories. We talked about a couple already, but uh, you know, going to events and breaking breaking records that's always fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember you know one time Zoom's car way. But this is like you know 10 plus years ago, probably 15 years ago. I remember uh, Zoom's car kept making record passes. Every pass he would make, it was running faster and faster to where. It ended up. We ended up taking a capacitor from somebody's car audio system and replacing his battery with it. I remember him telling me just about to, that. Just to lose the, that extra, you know, 15, mm-hmm. 20 pounds or whatever difference. Um, you know, and then there's a lot of times, too, like when I broke the record with my eye on, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, that thing was, what, 12-2 at like 119. That was that supercharged, like, right? Yeah, and that, that was in that that 2000. Yeah, that was still just beat. Just this past fall. Just this past fall, yeah. someone finally decided to step it up, Jason Whittleson, and yeah. finally beat that record after that many years. Pretty crazy, because I had one of our first South Bend clutches, and my shift times were 1.2 seconds. Ooh. I had to wait 1.2 oh seconds for the trainee to let me shift. Oh, my God. Dude, that's <laughs> yeah. like, you could have run 11.8 at that point. Yeah. Shit, Jesus The car God. was fast. You know, I think I shifted around 9,000. I mean, it was way past the tack, so I just... Shifted by mile per hour. I had the wheel speed hooked up to the rear wi- the rear tires. Yeah. Because the ion tack can't keep it's up so with the laggy. engine. Well, chat's so aggressive today. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's all keep over it the up, place. yeah. It's pronounced shit tense. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you, you missed the other post, Chase. I love uh, the CSP versus uh, tap out stories. JK intense. So. Going, well, huh? one thing that one thing though is uh, I actually don't mind the new owner of Intense. Like I don't have any problems with Intense. I just have problems with Scott Cook. Yeah, he sucks. That seems to be the common thing. He sold the company mm-hmm. to a, a to a good guy that runs it now, but Scott's a snake. You know, he's <laughs> he's terrible. I mean, that dude is always like cheating his way. He's always the guy like you try to you try to make a fair race. Like we're gonna go to this race and mm-hmm. this is our trim level. This is what we're doing, and then he shows up with cars with no interiors. And well, like crap. Like we just drove like five hours to the track to race you because you know friendly rivalry because we're competing vendors and then they have cars that have no interiors yeah and race seats in them and you're like in before that we were racing on like drag radials and we show up and these guys are on slicks and skinnies they, they, they never make it fair no so, some... and the next time the next time we show up and they have freaking wheelie bars on their cars and it's like come on you guys you're killing us like we're trying to just like we're trying to prove who makes the most power, yeah. And who but we're always it. racing with a handicap, yeah. and that's just his story. Well, yeah, because like, I remember, constantly. I remember when Shane first broke the record, Shane Hatfield. He accused him of having nitrous on the car. Yeah, that was crap. Yeah, he just oh, still. He, yeah, he he accused him of having nitrous. There's no way a car can run this fast. Blah blah. He has nitrous on the car. Well, like, apparently, what? has some rocket scientist that does the math for him and says Shane's car was <laughs> defied the laws of physics. Yeah. Um, I hope I never fly in that rocket that that guy designed. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause he's wrong. laughs> no, like, yep, but, but it was always like that because you all the ZP was always playing like trying to be fair, and then this other one would come and do this and everything. Like I believe what was it? Matt Meekoff told a story one time about um, like this guy did a full intense build. And I'm, I'm recanting it secondhand, so excuse me if I get the details wrong. But he said that the guy. Got a new bill from Intense, and this guy went out and broke the trans immediately. So the guy, you know, comes the back. The tranny yeah. built by them. Yeah, tranny built by them. So it broke. 
And so he said, oh, you know, he took the guy out to dinner, smooths him over, you know, this and that. And the guy was singing his praise on the forum. But then he still ended up having to pay. The to build get, pretty much all over yeah, again. Yeah, for the same build all over again. And you're just like, wait, But what? he's a smooth talker. Yeah. So he's a smooth talker, and he'll end up making you thank him for you paying your bill twice. Yeah. It's just, that's just his story. Yeah. He also, he's a fake it till you make it. <clears throat> no audio too. again, Eric? This ain't no audio again. Did did you? Did uh, there's only one message though, so maybe it's fine. Hey, can somebody confirm you guys can hear us? Can you guys hear us? Uh, it's coming through YouTube. Yeah, coming through on YouTube. So, uh, Connor, right. sounds like a problem on your end. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, okay, good. Okay, Never good. mind. False alarm. <laughs> All right, so, but, but yeah, but basically, um, yeah, like you know, that it would just be kind of stuff like that, you know, like yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Um. What about what about let's see I'm trying to think of some other stories to kind of get you guys talking. What about let's talk about your first time road coursing because you haven't been in the road coursing that long. I'm the one that's kind of put the road course bug in quite a few people around here. So what let's let's talk about your first time road coursing. That was yeah, that I, was a good one. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure exactly why I didn't go. Probably just because I didn't know how to go. I yeah. didn't know how to find an event to go to and then that's when you told me about gps track time mm-hmm. and Shout then, uh, jimmy you gps track time thanks doc yep gps Which track time it's a it's a website gps track time.com to where the, there's this dude jimmy jimmy you um, yep. and he just like rents out track days and then manages the people that are going to go to it yep. oh, yeah it's a uh, hpd high, per, uh, high performance driver education right. uh non-competitive and you just, they have different yep. classes and stuff and you know it's all about going out there getting seat time and having fun uh yep. jimmy's a great guy um, he, first timers, uh, he'll have instructors there waiting yeah. for you. Instructors you just tell them nice. like, and if, if you haven't been on a road course at least twice, I mean, you're, you're absolutely insane to not have an instructor An instructor, like open my eyes, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. I get why they make it so hard, but it also sucks at how intimidating they do make road course. Like yeah. I remember my first time going, it was like, you sit for a year watching all the events, but you're like. It says I need a year of experience. What do I, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. It is, it is uh, very intimidating. Mm-hmm. It they, no event really sounds that inviting, um, but it, it really has to be that way because there's so many people yeah. that are so like so overconfident. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. I've been on a road course a million times, and, the, and then they've never guns. been. Yeah. They've never been on a road yeah. course. Yeah. It's definitely worth the money. Just pay for an instructor instructor sure. <laughs> yep well yeah because well, like again I, I think grid life is a good example of that friend the intermediate hpde class in grid life is the perfect <clears> example <throat> so yeah. basically what they're doing yeah. is everyone no matter what experience they get they're going to intermediate they oh i'll do intermediate and they have people now listen to instructors and now they're not having etiquette because there's a certain etiquette when you're out there on the road course like yeah for it's, sure it, it's a little bit different but tim's first time i remember we went up there he just got his s2000 i was like dude it'd be the perfect car to go with and i took my ats up there that that was the first time because, I mean, I, I didn't roll course at that. I just wanted to be there to support and things like that. And you had an absolute blast. Yeah. You're still hooked. Yeah, Mike, um, forgot his last name. He was my instructor. And he had, I believe he had a Miata. Yes. Um, Mike's real known in the community. And uh, he just Jordan, like, opened, I'll put that in my notes. He opened my uh, opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Um, but, yeah, it was it, road course was, was huge. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Way more fun than drag racing. I mean – Drag racing is just so much weight to a few seconds that you have to perform in. And if you screw up, then you're that waiting for an hour. Yeah. You know, waiting for an hour again. I mean, I, I like I like drag racing, but, um, but man, it's it's just so busy. Yeah. 
and track management too. Like if you go to like Martin, Martin is terrible. You know, yeah, US yeah. 131, they're they're absolutely horrendous at their track management. It, it stinks because they're so much closer than everyone else. Yeah. 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 It's a, I, it's a nice prep track generally. Generally prepped fairly well. Um, but it's like they punish you if somebody breaks. Mm-hmm. If hey, somebody you breaks, wait, you gotta wait like an hour or two. Yeah, they they yeah. don't rush to get the track back up and running again like you would at like Norwalk. Yeah. Norwalk, those guys take it serious. Like, okay, we got a broken car, all hands on deck, get the track back up and running. You will have a total oil down and be back up and running in 15, 20 minutes. If you have a total oil down at, at you know one, US one thirty one, that's an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sucks. If the sun's setting, go home. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It comes off like everyone already paid, so yeah. NBD to us. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, no, 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 no. Even Stanton's the same way as as the way uh, Norwalk. Nor- Norwalk is. Yeah, Stanton, they're they're good too. I'm happy with them. Yeah, there was a time this last year when we were up there with the Sonic on one of Schnicky's track days, and there was a nitrous F body that had a backfire and blew the hood off and caught on fire, like shattered the windshield, everything. <laughs> And you had the driver was out like before you could blink with his fire extinguisher, and then three track guys on top of it. So it's a mess everywhere. And like as soon as they saw the flames were out, they're pushing the car back, and there's the whole crews out there scrubbing the track That's off. Awesome. And it was like 10, That's 15 awesome. minutes, and we were racing again. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that especially because when I've gone with you guys to try just to celebrate and help out and everything's like that, it's mm-hmm. been at Martin. And then man, the wait times like especially if it's on a busy night, go you might as well just go. So, yeah, yeah, going to Martin is more like you're just going to hang out and hopefully get a few runs in. Yeah. Good way to put it. Stanton's where you go to race. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be going to go make fast. But, um, ooh, Chris White says, let's talk about the hotel in Edmore. Do you know about that? I think we touched on that one in a uh, podcast before. Yeah, that was basically, but, yeah. long story short, uh, for the people that didn't hear that, is, uh, I mean, kind of competing vendors. It was kind of like more just people but zoom's car had just hood pins no lock no hood latch and uh these guys just like popped the hood and just like turned every dial and unplugged every sensor oh they God. could you so it, big lines were crossed yeah like yeah, let's see and see what what and then our customers start, kind of sort of fall into this right now even in some of our newer markets you know it's cool to pick a team and stick with your team <clears throat> You know, whether you like a different tuner more or you like a different team. <clears throat> when you start crossing the line and you mess with people's car, because I remember you guys have told this story before, and it's basically, you know, you guys are out there, Zoom's cars on a trailer, this and that, and every dial and everything, the car was finished like the night before, really dialed in, ready to go, and now the car, um, you know, you know, you... you you it's know, unsafe. Yeah, it's unsafe because you don't like know. Like the brake proportioning messes. valve was cranked all the way. Like there was stuff that like made the car unsafe. You know, f- fortunately they messed with enough stuff to where like we're not even racing, yeah. and they kind of punished themselves mm-hmm. because um, people came to see ZZP people, versus Intense, right? Yeah, people yeah. showed up to see Zoom's car run. I mean, it was kind of like the flagship car. It's like going to the Busher shootout and somebody doing that to Busher's car. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, it's everybody's like, all right, do I turn around and go home now? Like, this is the car I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it, they punished themselves. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it made the point. It definitely yeah. have your, keep your hood latch. Yeah, I mean, sure. that's. Chris, why I said you meant the parties. Oh, the parties? Uh, the parties are always great. You know, all those, <laughs> all the events, um, all the, the Grand Prix events especially. Grand Prix guys are awesome. Yeah. You know, they're just a bunch of partiers. Like, you know, Ed Morad used to just buy 
drinks for everybody. We would all just get hammered. Like this guy would just go buy the liquor store out, and then we would just all party. It was it was great. That's awesome. Now, kind of in that, so I'm, I'm gonna switch to, switch the gears. Like Al, remember our CD days? Oh man. Oh, man. I was just thinking about that. Oh man. Okay. And I was just, I just realized that that night was the first night you and I met. Correct. And you rolled in in what's now the Drag Sonic. I did. I did. I remember that. Because I didn't even know what Sonics were really until then. Because ZCP had had my car and and it was Tim's driver. He's like, hey, I'll just drive your car. I'm like, yeah, I'll just drive a Sonic up there. We'll just just trade. So yeah, I had the LTZ. (laughs) I was just close with the shop and everyone here. So, um, but man, so CD. That was um, a good event too. That was comparable really, to the thirty eight hundred days. Yeah, um, comparable. We never really had. Well, ZP never really had competition. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, like, <laughs> not really. But I wish that event would have stayed strong. For yeah. the parties, it was fun. For the parties, it was super mm-hmm. fun. Um, let's Al. Let's kind of give a little bit of. So, oh man. So at this point, Al wasn't really. He was just getting. You were just getting into it at the time. You just got your eye on. Tim the still didn't know my name at that point. I was no. self tuner guy. Yeah. <laughs> That is what I called you. Yeah. So it was, um, <laughs> we, um, the CD was a big meet, a uh, Cradenja Depot up in Grays Lake. And so we would, uh, people would come over from all over. And this, this year was the biggest year it was. It was over five or 600 cobalt from around the nation. Like we had people come out from California, Canada, everywhere for this meet. There was a huge, absolutely enormous, like amount of cobalts and Ecotech cars there, HHRs, everything. It was tons. It was huge. Um, it was always like a three or four day event. Mm-hmm. First night is the hotel meetup. That's when ZCP came up. I met the ZCP guys up there. A lot of the other people came up. The first day was drag race day. And then after that drag race time, it was the, you know, go to Creek Cage Depot, hang out with all the other guys, do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody got real litty and real shitty the is night this before. the French fry thing? Oh, I'll, I'll let you, Man. I'll let you take it from here. I'll, I'll let you. I'll start this off by saying I have never been as drunk as I was that (laughs) night since then. And the details are a little blurry, but I know we were hanging out in the parking lot, and I don't know who all was out there, but Taylor Bellman was there, and he had just got that Fiat 500 Abarth, which which sounded really cool. So everyone's standing around talking about that, and I was already pretty well on my way. And he said he was going to make a run to McDonald's. And for some reason, I told him I wanted 50 McNuggets and a pound of fries. I know why, because look at you. I mean... Well, yeah. <laughs> you look I don't know why. I, I don't know why I ordered it that way, though. Like, <laughs> who orders a pound of fries? You. Yeah. <laughs> so he came back with 50 nuggets and a ridiculous amount of fries. And I'm standing there, munching them down, sharing with people. And... Everyone decides, hey, let's go to Texas Roadhouse, which was across the road in front of us. So I just marched right along with everyone else, munching on my nuggets and fries. And we, like, I kind of probably made it through the door because we were such a huge group. And we get our own special table. And I sit down at the table and I take my nuggets and my fries and I dump them onto my appetizer plate <laughs> at Texas Roadhouse and just keep eating. And the waitress comes up and just looks at him and looks at me. And she's like, I'll, I'll let you do that, but you have to buy something. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm buying drinks. So I just started buying drinks oh. for Hickman. Uh, Langer was there. You, Graham. 
know, whoever else was on our end of the table, I spent like a couple hundred bucks on drinks <laughs> at re- the Texas Roadhouse. I remember I went out to race somebody because this is when my car was, uh, this is when my 256K was still fairly new. So I went out to race somebody and I got the fuck out of them. And I came back. And after, after you guys got out of, out of Texas, and Al was slammed. Al was drunk off his ass. I had like a whole basket worth of rolls jammed in my pockets. As <laughs> so we get back to the hotel, and one fell out and rolled on the ground, and everyone's like, where did that come from? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Grab it and take a bite out of it. I was litty and shitty those days. So, no, But then, yeah, then I finally go to go to bed, and it's puke time. <laughs> <laughs> And I go into the bathroom, and for whatever reason, the bathtub was a lot better target than the toilet was. <laughs> so I unloaded 50 McNuggets but, and a pound of fries but, into the bathtub. Oh, God. But I didn't chew my food very well. But. So it wasn't going down the drain. <laughs> so you are I, nasty. You have no home trainer. Oh, yeah. My wife was there. She was all sorts of pissed off. She still remembers that day. She, yeah, she does. That's how she remembered me. Yeah. She's like, oh, you were there that night at CD. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, there. yeah. So, yeah, I'm on my hands and knees, two hands shoveling my puke out of the Yeah, out shower, of the shower drains weren't designed no, for No, into the toilet, That's and so she gross. comes in and says something about how disgusting I am. <laughs> then slams the door on me. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, oh, my God, that was so nasty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it was stressy shortly after that. Not too long after that. No, it was, like, no, it was a year after that. Um like, the first half mile started really happening, because that's, like, right around that time, the first half mile started. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, like picking up, because... That I was went... when, like, Indie Airstrip, like, started, started, or... Yeah, so the company was Want to Go Fast. That. Yeah, it was Want to Go Fast, and they came to... They, oh. Their very first stop was by, by the Chicago Garage. They were big 3800 guys, and but they had, like, a lot of VA car stuff, but I was kind of, like, the one force, and I was kind of beating a lot of them at that time and stuff. Um, and so at that first Want to Go Half, or Want to Go Fast half mile, in Chicago at in Monee, that's where I set the LNF half mile record. Still to that mm-hmm. day, like um, I remember my very first race was against a like sixty seven sixty six super one of my one of my buddies, and I will never forget. There's a video and it's somewhere on YouTube of the snowball back in the early days, and <laughs> it was uh, people were laughing like like you hear people like they're re- recording this. Video, I was like, oh, it's a fucking cobalt. This dude was gonna whack this guy. You hear people talking shit about me, and so big turbo cobalt weren't a thing. Or big turbo yeah, cobalt weren't a thing back then. I, I this was, I had my two fifty nine at this time. Whoa, it's so big. I know, right? So um, I mean, it's six hundred horse turbo. It's good yeah. size. So I remember I, I, I leave real easy, and the super is like two stepping and all this stuff, and so he leaves harder, and I do this, and I, and then people are like, oh shit, and then you just see me. Pulling away. I chopped like 10 mile an hour faster than him. Dang. So, we were like. You beat a Supra? I beat a Supra. That's not possible. Had to be nitrous. Yeah. Probably. Then, (laughs) so then it was a long line, so a lot of people going on. So, so I was one of the faster passes. My first pass was a 154. So, I was like, okay, I I can do this. My second pass, there was a Subaru guy, STI guy, talking shit. He's like, so he he said, oh yeah, I'm racing you. You want to go first? I'll probably catch you at the end. I'm like, Subaru, yeah, <laughs> bitch, please. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was like, oh, head gaskets ain't gonna make oh. it past the quarter. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay. And the thing about it is, I saw his pass before that. His pass, his fastest was at 125. <laughs> what? Did he just not see yours? Definitely <laughs> yeah, not. He was like, yeah, you know, I so say, yeah, I'll let you go out first if you want to go. I'm like, okay. 
And so wow. I actually I was nice about it. So I let him. <laughs> he launched hard. And think about this because you know you roll out and then you then you go past the yeah. the thing. He hit it way before that, so I'm like I still hit it at the right time. So this in this this video it's like it's on our YouTube page too. But you hear. <laughs> that, that was that was actually my record. That was actually the LNF record pass. It was like one fifty nine thirty four, and that is still that still holds up. And he was never one to get back in line with me ever well, again. Ever he probably again. didn't say a word he, or show his I face. Ne- never, I never heard from him the rest of the day. He did not say shit. He pulled a Jesse. He just you turned and go. That's because he had no front brakes. He had to keep going. So where's, he, where's he going? On the car wash. <laughs> Shoot, that's my dad's car. Yeah. Well, Tim, what about your accidental, your original ATSV like quarter mile record? Oh man, that was pretty funny actually. Like I, I, uh, I remember, this is pretty interesting. My so. friend Drew uh, had a super fast Mustang, you know, or well Mustang two. Mm-hmm. He had a Mustang Cobra, but then um, sold that because of reliability issues and got his vet. <laughs> And uh, the vet was like the most reliable thing ever. He drove that thing for years I and it ran like mid nines. But anyway, uh, he was like, "Hey, you want to go to the track?" And I was like, eh, "Yeah, I haven't really raced my car at all. I don't think I raced that car at all." No, you yet. at, at really. that point you because you and Steve both Steve had his white V and you had your black one at the time and you yeah. hadn't you were you know dialing in the tune and you were just testing yeah. parts and stuff. So I just had like some uh, man. I don't even think I had that. I, no, I had our slicks. I yeah, put yeah, our slicks. They weren't our, even slicks. They were Hoosier radials. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was before the, the Ford Star setup. So that was okay. when, yeah, that was when the radials, you had the radials. So I had some drag radials on it, basically. Yeah. Stock front wheels and tires. Yep. And uh, had our colder intake, flex fuel kit. Yep. Cam, valve springs, and tune. At, at this time, Faster Proms was yeah. the number one at 10.7. Yep, and I was like, oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, faster. This was still in the earlier days when faster pounds had the what the world record. I don't even remember them. Yeah, that was like it. right in the beginning, like when huh. the cars, cars first came out. And I, I, I was like, yeah, I'll go. You know, hopefully, maybe I can get a ten nine. Yeah. You know, maybe I can get a ten nine out of it. I think my first pass was like a ten eight or something like that. And yeah. I'm like, holy crap, this car's pretty quick. And <laughs> the next pass was like a ten seven something. And, and I'm right. like called Steve Hickman. I'm like, hey, uh, what was the world's record no, no. pass? No, no, Steve Hickman. Was it you? It was me. Yeah, I, co- I should. Yeah, I should know better. Yeah. Ryan always knows the records. Yeah. So, yeah. so I called Ryan. I was like, hey, what's the record? And so you, I was like, and, I spot off. I was 10, 3, 3 4. You're like, what did you say? You're like, I, I just Yeah, I, I just beat it by like just a tiny bit. Yeah. Just horsing around. Like yeah. no track prep. <laughs> just swap rear tires. Yeah. <laughs> However much fuel is in the tank. You know, I paid zero attention to it. But yeah. yeah. Took the world record right there. Yeah, on accident, one hundred percent on accident. Just Didn't even know what the uh, record was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like a ten seventy two something. Yeah, uh, it was only like a couple hundredths faster than faster proms. Yeah, but like they had like full slick skinnies, everything. Yeah, and I was just horsing around. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, I think that was when I figured out the the trick to launching a V. Yeah, because everybody was launching on the stutter box. And uh, which does which sucks. Yeah. Um. And I'm I just went out there and just floored it and dumped dumped the clutch and then um beat the record by far. And then I told Steve and then Steve beat me, but like two days later or something, yeah. if I recall. Yeah. But then you beat Steve. Yeah. And then <laughs> I went back and beat Steve again. Yeah. So that yeah, was then, that was pretty fun. And then recently now, when we're we're gonna get back to the track, but they say it's just until recently that you 
You got beat by a bunch of people. They're all AA yeah. cars too. So yeah, know. yeah. Um, Schmidt knows what he's doing with the tuning. So mm-hmm. uh, he's the auto guys are doing well. And mm-hmm. it kind of, all of us manual guys are kind of sitting back like, yeah, our clutch will handle a 10-3, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I have a fancy clutch now. It's not in the car yet. As soon as we can fill stimmy orders, I'll oh get it God. in the bay and <laughs> yeah, get it in no there. Kidding. The stimmy um, is going hard. Once again, to remind everybody, the stimmy is going hard. You need yeah. to order wheels, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to run the old wheels. Let's oh, be honest here. Just wheels. order wheels. What do you mean, the order the old wheels? Just run run the old Forge Stars on it. Oh, the drag pack? Yeah. The drag, we, we were, the drag pack's okay. Drag pack's fine. We were slipping the bead on those. Oh, well, I mean, you, you don't yeah. need to get on, on the rear. You just get just the bead lock ones for the rear. That's all. Yeah, we need to get bead locks for the rear. I, I Where are we just it. looking at those slicks. on? The bead locks are like 10 pounds heavier? Were, I believe Were you just talking to Zoom about that? No, um, no, we were talking about um, they're, they're two or three pounds heavier than the regular ones. It's worth it, though. Oh. Yeah, I mean, if you're not... That's not too wheels. bad, yeah. But then the welds, I think, were like 10 pounds lighter yeah, than the, the, the welds. Stars. Yeah, but, you know, then you also paying 10 times the price for them, too. So. Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, it's worth it. Yeah. No, I definitely yeah. Don't Jordan says, use your stimmy order wheels. <laughs> yeah, use yeah. your stimmy. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, I don't know if you know, Tim has a Sonic now. Tim has, yeah. like... like 19 cars right now. Tim said he had more fun driving a Sonic than his ATSV. Ooh. Why do you got to call me out like that? Because <laughs> I can't let that go. Isn't that what you decided? You're taking to a tail because, too? Yeah. Because when, like, two and a half years ago, when you're like, here, Al, you're in charge of Sonic stuff now. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. Fuck you, Al. You have to do Sonics. And now, all of a sudden, you're welcome. Sonics are cool. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Sonics are fun. They're a cute little car. Fun, zippy. They are. They're it's really fun. fun to drive. Gets good gas mileage. You know, when tastefully modified, it's an yeah. amazing car. Yeah, they're they're very. It's very like fun. nicer than a Cobalt, but oh, not, yeah. as, not as fast. You know, Cobalt's like that's one thing for our customers. If anybody was thinking about choosing one or the other, I mean, yeah. my, my two cents is like uh, a Sonic is a far nicer car. It's newer. Um, it's a newer it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a newer platform. It's a nicer car. Yep. However, the Cobalt's still like vastly faster. It's way oh, ahead, power wise. Yeah, power wise, oh, like there, there's no there, power wise. There's no competition, and I'll give yeah. that. But fit and finish in a newer car, Sonic wins hands down. It's literally yep. one of those things like you get a newer car, it's a decent amount slower. But I mean, the Cobalt comes with a hundred over a hundred more horsepower. Stop. Well, yeah. I I like the Sonic for the same reason that I still like supercharged LSJs, and I've said that on the podcast several times. Yeah. If I had a second car, there's a a second LSJ, there's a daily driver, it would be supercharged. Yeah, I agree. Because for daily driving, they're just a lot more fun to bomb around town and goof yeah. around with. And that's what the Sonic is all the time. Yeah. yeah. Unless you literally want a street race, you should pick Sonic. I'd Pretty much so, at yeah. this point, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I mean again, Cobalt guys, listen, I am one of you, so I get it. Uh, me too. Yeah, like, they're, 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 they're getting dated. They're, they're kind of like you know it's an older car. It's the car the car is over t- eleven years old now, and that blows my mind because I brought my, I bought the Snowball brand new. I'm the only owner of that car. I'm like God damn, this car is eleven years old. I remember I fucking got that car. Yep. Like no, actually that car is almost twelve years old now. Like it's a long time. I'm the only owner. I've kept that car for twelve years. Yeah, I was second owner of mine. Yeah. And it was only two years old. Yeah. See, it's one of those things. Like you know, the Sonic is definitely a nice, definitely bottom around town car, but. 
from going fast and having some roll up on you and you be able to keep up. Like, if you're in a Sonic sometimes, you're like, okay, yes, you have a Mustang GT500. I'm not going to fuck with you. <laughs> roll up on GT500 in my fucking Cobra, and I'm fucking downshifting and fucking waving yeah. your ass. So, I'll give you that. Yeah. And, and I've had a, you know, you guys hear about my Cobalt, too. <clears throat> you know, that Cobalt sedan I had for a minute had all the Powell stuff and all the basic bolt-ons. I mean, that was an amazing car, too. Yeah. I mean, Cobalts are nice cars, too. I'm not going to say it, but I'm making a note of something for later. Oh, I said, uh, Jeff McGovern says, Tim, I saw a Cadillac ATS almost beat your time at something or another. I can't see what you're saying. Almost. Is it a, if you're talking about a V, that makes perfect sense. You know, the auto ATS Vs are, you know, very, very fast. They're cutting 1360 foots now. Um, our, our customer, Shane Hatfield, cut a 1360 foot. I'm assuming he's saying that a uh, two-liter ATS. I call bullshit. I don't think that's even close. No. They're like a second Ooh. off, I think. No, so. they're more than a second off. Like, the closest, I mean, the closest one supposedly... <laughs> Supposedly, if he's in this chat, he says he ran eleven five, but he never gave us the uh, he never gave us a hundredth place because we have the fastest two liter time at eleven five. Now, but he said he saw an ATS run a ten six four at Naperville and has it on video. Uh, ATS V or an ATS two liter? I yeah. don't know. He says ATS. If it's a V, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, if it's a V, but my my V ran ten three, so yeah. Yeah. I mean it's still I'm still pretty two years ago. Yeah, yeah, two years so. ago. Which reminds me of one of my favorite recent ATSV stories oh, of God. tap out spending how much money on some car and making this huge post bragging about how much money was spent into it and all these people <laughs> coming together and flying in a driver and blah blah oh, blah yeah. to set to be the first one in the and they were the first one in the nines and then do 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 here comes a bolt on stock car with a tune <laughs> yep. and runs a couple tenths behind him like, that has to hurt yeah yeah. Uh, Eric, three dots in the top right, and then just zoom. Top right, all the yep. way to right. There that you one. go. Zoom out. Should work. Zoom out. Zoom out. Oh, that's weird. But yeah, I think, uh, Al, did you want to tell your story about your half mile? Okay, <laughs> yeah. It's not a real long story. <laughs> But. It's it's kind of a story like uh, like every guy Ooh. that does fast half miles has. Yeah, everyone. Interject quick, cause I just saw it on the thing. Uh, Eric Vink, Sonic Cobalt Three Hundred. What is the best for a beginner to mod? I pr- think out of those three cars, the best bang for buck is a Cobalt. I think so. Yeah, the Cobalt like a uh, bang for the buck. Yeah, yeah, bang for buck. I think an LNF Cobalt is one of the best cars you can have right now. For sure. So, and, and, I, and I'll just use, and, I, and, and to keep it fair, I'll, I'll say, what does it take for each one of those cars to get to 300 wheel horsepower? The 300 starts around 200 wheel horsepower, like to the or dyno numbers, like 200 wheel horsepower. The Sonic starts like 120, and then the Cobalt starts with 240. You know, not, not crank estimated numbers. These are like wheel horsepower numbers. To get an LNF to 300 is an intake downpipe, GM says one cents, and a PCM2. That's Oop, it. My bad. Okay. Versus 300, takes a cam, intercooler, a few, little bit more to it. Still not too yeah. difficult to yep, do. Yep, cam and intercooler. Yeah, and then a Sonic takes pretty much everything you got. To get well, it. yeah, I mean, nobody does that. Yeah. Nobody's making that besides us. Exactly. That was a max effort. Like, you can't <clears throat> drive it every day making 300 wheel. Exactly. So, bang for buck cars, I still think the Cobalt is one of the best entry-level performance tuner cars you can get. Period. For sure. And it's, and it's the most tunery feeling one, too, because you can mod it and do all the tuner looking stuff to it and you have a plethora of mods you do interior exterior all that kind of shit yeah the uh the lsj cars uh sell for between you know let's say 2500 and 3500 bucks 
and uh, for a few hundred bucks, you can have them making 250, 260 wheel. Yeah, yeah which is fun. It's That's a lot fun. of fun. That's a lot of fun. So um, that you know, don't get obsessed with the wheel horsepower number either. I mean, yeah. 260 wheel is a ton of fun in a 2,800 pound car. Man, yeah. a Cobalt L and F is going to cost you five grand. You know, five to 6,500. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes a lot less mods to make the power. Yeah. Um, they mm-hmm. like to break trannies a little more than LSJ cars yeah, do. Yeah, the, the 382 is not a... It's a very good it's gear just torque. It's just weak. Yeah. Yeah, the, the LNF makes so much more torque than an LSJ. LSJs just don't make torque. I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think an LNF with basic bolt-ons probably makes 100 more foot-pounds than an LSJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, they do. That, and wow. foot-pounds are what breaks a tranny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, no, they're, they're bang for buck. I do think the Cobalt is the best. Not to discredit the other cars... But, you know, as you say, there are other cars that are good because, I mean, 300, I mean, if you didn't want to get the money, the money game, 300 is cheaper than a Cobalt, so you can use that to put it into the car. So it's it's a whole balance game. So, hey, Canatelli. Oh, yeah, yeah, the 3800s are cheaper, but it's harder to find a nice one. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Boo. Hey, Canatelli, how you doing, boo? Especially up here. I don't know about down south, maybe, but Lee up Kyle. here at sea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kyle's car is an A8. Yeah. What a loser. Uh, he wants to go fast, homeboy. Ace, Ace cutting fucking 1360 foot, dog. Because Tim didn't have a car for a while and hasn't practiced. Fair enough. Hey, Trevor. I mean, I, I haven't mean, been to the track since that day with, with an true. ATSV. Hey, hey, Trevor. I mean, we're all talking about our straight stuff. I heard you. We still got to talk about Al's. <laughs> oh, yeah. We never finished yeah. my half. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, go with that. Then, then we're going to talk about yours. So... One of the things I do want to mention when it comes to half-mile stuff is... Uh, what? Hand me one of those diet beers, dude. This is, this is the last way? one I brought up. You want a Modelo? You're not sure. going to be able to... Stop. Stop it. Okay, fine. No, no, no you can drink more. No, no, no. no we we can't. got some, some ice-cold Labatt. No. Canadians. Right here. <laughs> All, right. All right, come on. Tell your story. Yeah, we got 10 minutes, Doc. Well, it's something that uh, people don't understand when it comes to half-mile stuff is how hard it is to fight the drag. Yes. Because you get to a point where... Yeah, ask Kyle about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the slingshot makes a shitload of power and doesn't weigh very much, and it's nowhere near as fast as my ion was. Or even my cobalt turned or down. Or even your cobalt. Like, turned down. Like, because it's not very aerodynamic. No. Uh, shut up. No. You ain't I mean, that. I think I have a funny way of putting it. It's uh, when you're talking about half-mile speeds, it's easier for the rear end to cross that line than the front than end. Than the front end. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. think just, about that. It's like the, I'm sure everyone has stuck their hand out the window on the interstate, and it's like, oh crap, my arm's going back. That's only at 70, and the force that you get goes up exponentially with the speed. So it's not twice as hard at 140. It's ten more times. than twice as yeah, hard. Yeah, ten times as hard. Um, so I broke the 160 barrier in my car on a stock engine. It had an ATI and KMS. And I spun that thing to 8,700 because I didn't care if it made it or not. <laughs> and it like ungirdled block, Gen 1, LSJ, blah, blah, made like upper 500s around there. And uh, I, 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 I ran several passes in the low, low 160s. Mm-hmm. And race block, 7670 with more boost than any of my gauges could measure, <laughs> chirping the tires the whole way. Like, chirping tire in fourth gear. That's scary. That's scary. Went 167. So it took all of that. 
and to then, get me another five six mile an hour. And then to put it in the perspective, two tone car ran 174, 76, yeah. 176. 74? Uh, 174, one of those two. By the way, it takes a lot of fucking power to do that shit. Yeah. So, uh, so you get this car up to 167 mile per hour. Yeah. And it, you know, it makes like uh, what 250 horsepower stock. Yeah. And your brakes are probably stock. Uh, no, I had Brembo's. Stock, so stock LNF brakes. Stock LNF brakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now you're at 170 miles an hour. Yeah. And you have so to stop it. somewhere throughout this pass. Uh, my axle boot apparently exploded. <laughs> and flung... Wheel hop and stuff, you know? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Jesus. But the boot exploded and flung all of the axle grease all over my passenger side brake rotor. Which, obviously, you have no way of knowing that until you need the brakes. <laughs> so, I crossed the line at 160 plus, And luckily, this was at uh, um, the Indy half mile which has a decent shutdown like you don't have to hammer the brakes because if i had been at somewhere where um like french lick if i'd been at french lick you have to nail the brakes yes french when lick, you cross the line french lick's cut off i would have went off i would have went off the runway yeah. if this happened at french lick <laughs> yeah but luckily it was like just a like a normal hard brake but the car went because my passenger side brake. rotor was greased up and, but luckily, it was I was able to keep it on the concrete and just kind of fight the wheel until it burned through the grease. And I still, um, so the, the way my car was set up, the pedal was on the front brakes and the handbrake was on the rear. So I was on the pedal, countering the grease on the rotor, pretty much like pulling the handbrake out of the floor <laughs> and then taking time to downshift an engine brake between there. And I still only got slowed down to the point where it was like... <laughs> chirping around the last turnaround yeah. that i had yeah no you i i remember that very clearly so it of... went straight to the trailer <laughs> yeah after that so like like i kind of start like stole into your story here it's, it's kind of the typical story you get this car you make it super fast and then you're like um okay well i have a family and kids so i think i'm kind of done for now yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> it hasn't been back out the, the typical story of a fast either quarter mile or half mile car yeah like it, at a certain point it does it costs a lot like okay you gotta kind of either dial this back or you just gotta stop giving a fuck it is i mean it is a cheap economy car yes 100%. that gm is like hey cool we have this neat little supercharged engine let's just throw this in there and yeah. see what happens mm-hmm. so i mean it's not even like it was a performance built car yeah it's not like yeah. super engineered to go at super high speeds like a vet well, and that's why that was the last time my car was out and now i have a cage waiting to go in I have more suspension mods done. We're planning all the aero stuff. Yep. I have a parachute to go on the damn thing. Yep. Because I'm not playing that game again. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it's <laughs> not worth it. Yeah, yeah you don't, it's you don't, not. You don't, you don't play chicken with that kind of shit. No. Because no. it's funny because, like, um, you know, my Grand Prix. Back in the day, I ran 10.9 at, like, 125, like, I don't know, 16 years ago, I think now. Um, that car was kind of a struggle to stop at the end of some racetracks. Probably because it was so front-heavy. That was a 2000 Grand Prix, yeah. yeah. Um, but then my ATSV, I did one half mile, I think, when I first got it. I yep. think it had like a tune. Yep. Yeah. And I ran like trapped 156, and I'm like yawning, like yeah. shifting Cars. gears. Yeah, you're Just you're touch the brake pedal, and you come to a safe stop, you know. <laughs> hey, Cars right now are crazy. Like, yeah. you know, dude, like your ATSV not... makes like... 
equal, maybe slightly less, and way more torque than my Cobalt does, which is crazy build. Like, yeah. Cars are crazy. And, and it has, like, twice the braking power yeah. of, oh, like, yeah. a Everything. stock Cobalt. And it, weigh, and it weighs yeah. a 1,000 pounds more. But it's crazy if because more. I've in, been in Tim's car, and he's I've <laughs> driven it somewhere. So I'll be on the highway in six gear, and you look down – and I'm just I'm I could be sipping coffee listening to freaking Critical Role. I listen to like Dungeons Dragons. And I look down, I'm doing one ten. I'm like, whoa, whoa, okay, <laughs> let me let me calm down. Um, yeah. Ashley Hall says I feel like a bobblehead in my slingshot. That's funny because when when uh, we took Greg McClure, it's not related to Al McClure. Um, we uh, Greg, right? What's his name? The orange Gene. Gene. Gene McClure. Sorry. Oh, yes. We took his car to him at the hotel he was at, and Bo was saying the same. He's like, dude, like I feel my head's whipping around all the oh, time yeah. in a slingshot. Yeah. Like, a slingshot is a not an aerodynamic vehicle. It was not made to go, like, 140, 150. The stock windshields suck. Oh, God. Those. They're bad. Yeah, like, it's, it's, not, it's not a good time. But, you know, we, we all definitely have some, some crazy stories. You know, I had some very iffy times with, with the Cobalt when I started road racing it. Because I will say, too, just for all the road race guys out there, if I could go back and do my Cobalt again, knowing what I know now, I don't know if it would have the crazy horsepower it would have. I would have gone back and done a mile build, got more seat time and built up. Because I went to road course with my car making 600 plus. Yeah. 600 plus horsepower Cobalt on a road course is a lot to deal with. You know, I've gotten yeah. used to it. but That's kind of what Tim did too, right? With the V? Uh, yeah. Actually, the the I, like, I think the maybe third event that I did was third Grid event. Life third in event. my 600 wheel horsepower ATSV. <laughs> second place too. Yeah, like, I got second place, but like I, I was way over card. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think I've said that before, but, like... Um, yeah, you ate those brake pads up. Yeah. And that, yeah, and they that front, melted the front. The yeah, the tire, the, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I definitely say it is way more fun to drive a slow car fast, <laughs> yeah. and it's way better to learn on. I mean, I don't but think... But that goes all the way back to the Sonic being a fun car. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun to just go beat on a car. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have a, you know, by the time Tail the Dragon hits, I'm going to have a probably 850-wheel horsepower ATSV. And I'm going to take my 300-wheel horsepower Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Not the V to Tail of the Dragon. Like, yeah. it's just more fun to... Ring out the gears. A, and, yeah, yeah. Like, what sucks is when you have a car and you're going warp speed and now you have to stop it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> this is Ryan's story of yeah. the first time that he went to the road course with me. Yes. His Cobalt. He was doing, I don't know, a million miles an hour down the straightaway. <laughs> yep. and, and it was at Autobahn. Yep. And Autobahn has a straightaway and then a yeah, kink. kink. A hard and then kink. after the kink, there's like a 90 or an over 90 potentially. It's like, it's turn. like, it's like 110. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, so, where's like like this hairpin at? level? Yeah. yeah. Illinois. Ju- oh, okay. Joliet. Joliet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, this dude's got this car that's got 600 wheel horsepower going down the straightaway. He has to enter a kink to where my S2000, I'm pinned through the kink. Yeah. And Ryan's breaking like. But halfway, way before it, I'm breaking halfway through the, the straight because I'm so like, so it is harder. Yeah. It is like probably it is so much harder to race a faster car than to 100%. race a slow car. Seat time is everything because yeah. I, I get a lot of excuses from people like, oh, I can't roll course. I need to do suspension. I'm calling it, in fact, I'm calling Jason Whittleson now. He's like, oh, I need to do suspension. I need to do this. I need to do that. No, you right just now, need to go. You just need to go. Yes, yeah. yeah. it goes time. back Turn to the power down what else said, yeah. like. A Sonic with a couple things, or like an LSJ, basically stock, like with brake pads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take any car, stock car out there with brake pads, and guess what you need for a track day. Jason, like my advice, put a stock pulley on your supercharger and go to and and 
obviously change your brake fluid and then go to the road course. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't need power. Mm-hmm. Like you do yeah. not need power. Power no, is a hindrance. Yeah. So, and, and I'm going to, uh, Kyle Kranz brought it up. I did bite it at Tail of the Dragon. So, and just for everyone out there, the snowball, if we had a picture of it, I'd post up a picture right now, but I had a brake proportioning valve. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny that people try to post that picture like they're digging on you. It's it's there was Facebook, a mechanical failure. Yeah. yeah. So I had a brake portion valve failed, and uh, when anyone knows, uh, you've rolled course cobalt, straight beam rear axle. It likes to come, it likes to do this, do that. It's like nothing, nothing, nothing. Now we're going to turn. Yeah. So Um, I almost went off the side of Tail of the Dragon. My side skirts and my cobalt saved me from going over the edge (laughs) in that car. I've I've had a gripe with that too. Like, you're not going hard unless you go off once. Yeah. I full set my sky off at Gingerman. Like, I was, I was. Keeping up with a guy that is known to be way faster way than me. Fast, yeah. And I, I kept up with him for three quarters of that lap. Well, it got to the point to where I was driving a little over the car's ability. Yeah. <laughs> and I went off at like 90 yeah. into a freaking swamp. Yeah. Into yeah. a swamp with the sky. It's going to happen. Like, yeah. you, like, if you are going hard, you're going to have an accident. Yep. So, I, I think that, that that's our thing. Super quick. Trevor's nice to drift. I went to Trevor, like... To drifty, drifty boy shit. Oh, that guy. I forgot you went to that. Yeah. So well, I think we should get to his stories at some point in time soon. Because I, I wasn't even going to say that story. That was fun. That, that was a blast. Fun. But um, I think my coolest story was a month into working here, maybe when I took the rally art with uh you, Tyler, a couple other guys. I don't remember who, but it was like a month into working here, and I think Tim asked me. He's like, "Hey, do you want to go road course?" And I was like, "Yep." Yes. I've never had that. Like, this is my job now? I, I don't really get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a ZZP car at the time. Will be this year. But that was Gifty awesome. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Rainier Bryant's true. Rainier Road Course car so fun. Yes, Kyle. Mechanical failure. And, you know, again, brakes fail. Stuff happens. Yep. So, <laughs> Kyle, look at Kyle Cranston trying to talk a little shit. Lee Kyle's probably <laughs> slow. I'm calling you out on that. That's like, Kyle seriously. Like, That's Kyle Cranston. Kyle Cranes, you're slow. <laughs> when have you been on it's a road be course? <laughs> Come on now. His car's going to leave here making less than stock power now. Yep. <laughs> right, Tim, negative timing. But Trevor, you want to take us out? Yep, I think that's it. Um, let us know what you want to hear next week. Uh, every week, 4 o'clock Friday. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Thanks, guys. Have, have a good weekend. weekend. Drink up. Weekend. Have fun. And we be Ryan, safe. Ryan D at ZZP. <sighs> it's never going to stop. It's always going to stop. You've been stop. thinking about that the whole podcast. Yeah.